0: hearing people say stop buying dividend stocks and just buy this dividend etf and it will do just as good as having an arsenal of individual dividend companies today we're going to be looking at all the ins and outs of schd the us dividend equity etf run by charles schwab Fun fact, did you know the namesake for Charles Schwab is still very much alive, he's in his 80s, and he has a net worth of over $10 billion. Now I'm sure he grew that fortune by investing in SCHD, and the other half he earned from hitting that like button for the algorithm and subscribing to this channel. So here's an overview of SCHD. They invest in stocks on the Dow Jones US Dividend 100 Index. So these are typically well-established blue chip companies. Now, unfortunately, they exclude all REITs and MLPs. This is a shame because there's a lot of great real estate companies out there. So it might be necessary to buy into another REIT ETF to get some exposure. They also require companies to have sustained at least 10 consecutive years of dividend payments. They also require each of their companies to have over a $500 million market cap, which isn't really a lot these days. They also take into account a lot of other metrics such as cash flow to total debt, return on equity, the dividend yield, and five-year compound annual growth rate of that particular dividend. So it's really just making sure that companies have a clean balance sheet, plus their dividend yield is actually high enough to warrant being in this ETF. They also have rules that no single stock can make up more than 4% of the index, and they also have a rule that no particular sector can make up more than 25% of this particular ETF. The index composition is also rebalanced every single quarter, just in case any stock has too big of a run-up and makes up too big of an allocation. Generally, at least 90% of all cash will be invested in assets at any given time. Now, because the fund follows an index, you will get included with the highs, but you will also experience the market crashes as the fund does not take any precautions such as having downside protection like other covered call ETFs do. When we look at the sector breakdown here, we can see that the S&P 500 is actually nearly one-third technology, while tech is only 20% of the makeup of SCHD. So tech companies, they often don't pay out dividends. And if they do, the dividend yield is often pretty low because those companies tend to reinvest profits back into the business, hence why they might not even make SCHDs cut. Financials make up just 13% of the S&P 500, but they are actually the largest sector position in SCHD at 21%. Now, financial companies are quite the opposite of tech. They're usually well-established companies that do pay dividends, and these are also companies that tend to raise the dividends every single year. They also have to follow regulation on how clean their balance sheet can be. Or you would hope so. The largest positions in SCHD are all companies you are probably familiar with. We have Pfizer, Broadcom, Home Depot, Pepsi, Cisco, Texas Instruments, Coca Cola, Merck, and Verizon, all US based companies, but these are companies that do business all over the globe. Okay, let's do a comparison to another popular ETF in QILD. So SCHD has been around for about 10 years. They were founded in 2011, so that's actually even older than QILD, which was founded in late 2013. They have about 102 total security. They also hold on to small immaterial positions in the US dollar and in a money market fund. And we just talked about how diversified they are in many different sectors, opposed to QILD, which is just holding the NASDAQ top 100. Now, another thing that investors are really gonna like here is that the expense ratio is only six basis points. That's $6 given up in fees for every $10,000 invested, which is an absolute bargain compared to covered call ETFs such as QILD, many of them have expense ratios of 60 basis points or higher. That would be $60 you give up every year for every $10,000 invested. Now the dividend frequency, this is how often the ETF will pay out dividends. For SEHD, they actually only do it every quarter. They are not a monthly payer. They follow the March, June, September, December tranche schedule, unlike QILD, which pays out dividends every single month to us. QILD does have assets under management of $4.2 billion, which is pretty big for the covered call income ETFs, but SCHD definitely blows QILD out of the water with over $27 billion in assets under management. In terms of 12-month dividend yield, QILD is just under 10%, in its dividend yield but SCHD is a more modest just under three percent so huge discrepancy there but that makes sense because qild is following a covered call strategy while SCHD is really it doesn't do any covered calls it's just tracking the dow jones us dividend 100 index what's also amazing about SCHD is their fantastic dividend growth over the past 10 years since they do hold companies that tend to raise their dividends every year That's reflected in their distributions. They went from just $0.81 in 2012 to now $2.02 for every share in 2020. Historically, they have had an average dividend yield of just under 3%. Now it's not just the dividends that are great with this ETF, it's the chance at getting that capital appreciation. And there's no stunting of growth as there is with covered called ETFs here with SCHD. In fact, in the past 10 years, SCHD has returned an average annual return of 14.78%, that's compared to the S&P 500's 15.79%. So a $10,000 investment would have turned into nearly $40,000 in just 10 years. So yes, on the surface, it did not beat the S&P 500, but it came very close to being on par with them. And at the end of the day, 15% annual returns for very little work isn't too shabby now i figure the reason why they were not able to beat the s p 500 in total return is because of the lack of some of the big tech stocks that represented gigantic growth this past decade i'm talking about companies like netflix or tesla neither of them pay a dividend so they wouldn't be included in an etf like this (laughs) let's summarize with some key takeaways here and that is that this really does live up to the hype that people were talking about. This is a way to get great exposure to some of the top dividend stocks for just $75. It's great for people of all ages. So in the past, we've had covered call ETFs. That might be better for investors that are closer to retirement, in retirement. We have growth ETFs like the triple Qs. That might be better for young investors. But SCHD, this really does give a legitimate chance of both capital appreciation and it also has a chance of growing that snowball of dividend payments. It's just incredible ETFs like SCHD are available to us for such a small expense ratio and less than $100, that gives us exposure to some of the biggest and best companies in the world and there's essentially no chance of all companies in an ETF going bankrupt, but that risk does exist if we were doing individual stock picking. Stock picking, by the way, is very time consuming. One should be reading up on annual reports, listening to quarterly conference calls, analyzing financial statements, but with SCHD, the fund manager does all that for us. As I've continued to age, I've really learned that the phrase time is money is so true. It's so important to utilize our time because we can't just grow more of it. So any way that I can save time, but still get great results, I want to do more of that. Like all ETFs though, SCHD is not perfect. It doesn't provide any sort of downside protection, which might be important for some investors, especially if you need to pull out money quickly. It doesn't give any exposure to real estate, which often has some of the highest yields out there. And it doesn't give monthly dividend payments like most of these other income ETFs. So that cash flow is going to happen a lot slower. Now that's just my opinion, it's important that you tell me your opinion in the comments below so that I can interact with you. These videos do take a long time for me to create, so please hit that like button and subscribe to help out a small time YouTube channel like mine. My videos are also always available in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name wherever you get your podcast. If you ever have any video requests or if you want me to review a stock or ETF, please let me know as well. And as always, don't forget to buy stash and collect cash.